And when you are dating, right, you cannot. First of all, in order to date, you have to be in a position where you can actually date somebody, right? Like, you can't be out here not having no job, no car, no house, like, no real goals, and you out here trying to get pussy, bro. Like, that be my main thing with motherfuckers. Like, so, when, it, when, when I'm going through some shit, bro, like, if I'm not where I want to be at, I'm not focused on trying to get in a relationship. Like, I just told my mom this the other day, like, I'd rather die on my way or be in the middle of my success than die in a relationship. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather leave knowing, like, okay, a kid was on his way to his dream or, damn, he was he was there. He was at where he wanted to be versus, like, I died and I just had a girlfriend or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Or a wife. Semantics. Not saying like relationships not important, but just where I'm at right now and like what I'm trying to do, I can't focus on no relationship. Like I wouldn't even be be I wouldn't even be being real to the woman I'm with because like my focus would be on some other shit. You get what I'm saying? And I think also um, it just uh, like the thing with okay, so I came to this because I was sitting here thinking about the shit with Tom Brady, right? You know, he getting divorced from his wife and shit. Uh, and she had just, she went to the media like a, a, like a month ago and was saying some shit like how she just want Tom to be there more for the kids. And, you know, he, you know, it seemed like he avoiding his family and et cetera, et cetera, right? Tom just won a Super Bowl last year and shit, right? Or was it the year before that? I think it was last year. I think it was last year. But he won, whatever, right? So it's like you got 12 rings, right? You got the wife to, Like what else Can you look from this game Right Like wh- Her whole thing is Come home To your family Okay I'm on a thing Of like shit I'm trying to chase my dream Like whatever the fuck Go See that's a little Different to me right Like I, I felt two ways About the Tom thing One I'm like you made it to where you trying to get to Like you got everything that you wanted You reached your ultimate successful goal Like you should be able to go home to your family And retire right But then I'm also on the, the fence Because I'm like damn If I was chasing my dream bro I wouldn't want my partner to feel like I'm not home or I'm avoiding my family and shit Because I'm on the road trying to get some shit You get what I'm saying Like I think that's selfish in a sense So I'm like damn Like if I reach where I want to, right? So, motherfucker was like, okay, kill. what does that mean? Like, what is that? When you were at a breakfast club or some shit? It ain't even got to be, like, on the breakfast club. It just got to be-esque. You know oh, what I'm I saying? I got to be on the, the way up, or I got to be on my way to that for me to be like, okay, I can get in a relationship now. Or at least, like, to where I don't work a job or... I'm not really worried about how I'm going to do this thing Or I want to do this so I got to put a little extra I want to be able to do stuff like this That's when I'll be able to like focus on a relationship Right then I can uh, I can be there for you completely right Because I have my Don't get me wrong I'm still chasing to do what I, I, I want to But I'm satisfied to where like That's not my only focus Right so I'm like damn how the fuck I'm going to be in a relationship with somebody I ain't even doing my show you know, I can't even be being consistent in my own show. How the fuck can I be consistent? <laughs> how the fuck can I be consistent in a relationship? Like, how could you? How I, I this is like my baby? I talk about this all the time. Like, how this is my kid, and you ain't been visiting your kid. You ain't been fucking with your baby and shit. So, like, how would you want a man, honestly, that does that? 
And I'm talking about for myself. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it and shit. Like, I don't even want to, because I'm not even fully committed to this like I should be, right? So what I did was, I'm like, all right, you missed the show, you missed doing it, but for some reason, you can't be consistent in the thing like that you want, right? So find something easy or something that um, you can do that approve to not only yourself, but shit to the people around you, right? Not saying that that matter. But to the people around it, you, you can actually, like, be consistent in something. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to start going back to the gym. Mind you, I was going to the gym before, but this is the most consistent that I've been. Um, this the most healthy if I'm healthy. Listen. We I, I mean, listen. But this the most healthiest. Healthy. What am I saying? This is the most healthiest I've been. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I feel good about it like, uh, And it's showing It's showing in my consistency of Like damn I ain't go to the gym today My body don't feel good You know I'm, I'm at that point where it's like Oh shit if I don't go I don't feel good So now I'm back to where I'm like Oh I ain't recording I don't feel good That's the feeling I want Like that's when you reach ultimate success And like that's the part That they be talking about You know what I'm saying That's the part where they be like Uh you 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 gonna want to do it every day like you gonna feel you gonna not feel good when you're not doing it and shit when you find something that you love and you want to do you're gonna not feel like okay prime example people in relationship when they not around a partner they ain't seen they bore they bay all day they're like i don't feel good i don't want to be that involved with a person i want to be in that involved with this thing you know what i'm saying like i want to find my craft and my shit to where like i ain't do it today oh, i don't feel good man my head hurt I want that type of drive and consistent cause consistent. Listen. First show back. Um, that's how much drive and consistency I want in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to have that much uh enthusiasm about going to go do the show again. Because I'll be honest, though, it got to a point where like I was loving it, but it became work. It became a job to where like shit. Alright. Um, not even topics, bro. Cause I ain't even coming here talking about shit. It really just be like all right, how am I going to approach this? Or damn, I got to fit this into the schedule today. I got to record and edit it type shit. It wasn't the topics. It was literally the behind the scenes part. Like that was the other thing, right? When you go to the gym, it's just you in there. Regardless of how many motherfuckers on the machines and working out, the progress that you going to show only going to show to you. Only, it's only, I mean, not show to you. It's the progress you doing is only going to matter to you and your body. You know what I'm saying? So, when I decided, like, damn, I'm in the gym by myself. I'm lifting these weights by myself. Like, ain't nobody behind me pulling the weights. Ain't nobody behind me making sure my form right. That's all on me. So when I realized, like, okay, same thing with the show. I, the show in the gym is parallel, right? It's just me on the show. It's just me in the gym. When I'm when I'm fucking up on the weight and that motherfucker too heavy, the same thing when I'm fucking up with the mic and pull a cord or some stupid shit. You get what I'm saying? Or stumbling on the words or saying um too much. It's the same thing like when I'm in the gym. That's how I looked at it. And I told myself, if you could be this consistent in this, then coming back and doing the show would be, um, it'll be a breeze, bro. And not saying it's like it's going to be super easy, but you understand now of like the progress of what it takes when it just shoot. You know, like I realize where I'm trying to go in the shit that I'm trying to do. It's a team effort, bro. Um, I feel like I have a team, but I have a different form of a team, right? Like my team come from the support of the listeners. Uh, and shout out to the listeners too, bro. 
Um, because they definitely y'all been asking like where the show at, what's going on, and it been here. I know y'all see me on live or sometimes I be trying to go live. It's so weird being online, like, but, um, but I got a different type of support. A lot of other shows, like they have, um, they got somebody with them, right? And you can tell, you can always tell when somebody doing this shit by themselves, and then it's a team or it's a team effort behind them. The cameras moving, this is moving, this, you know what I'm saying? It's always a different type of feel versus when you can tell when it's somebody doing it by themselves. Uh, Ain't nothing wrong with doing it by yourself either You know, if that's the process that you own You just have to, like, be consistent And that's something that I'm teaching myself Is just like, okay You've been consistent with this You're able to do this Okay, now parallel this with this Make these things match up with each other You know what I'm saying? So, I told myself, like, only until I'm consistent in doing the show Right? Can I be consistent in, um, you know I mean, listen only when I'm being consistent in the gym can I come back and do the show. But man, I miss doing this, bro. I miss talking to y'all. I miss pressing my fucking buttons. I ain't even get to press all of them like I want to. Don't worry, we're gonna get through them through the rest of the show. Um What do we got lined up today? Let's see what's in the notes. Um, we can start off with the most recent news. Um the Drake album. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it backwards because I know Takeoff uh, passed away and stuff. But I want to talk about the Drake album real quick. No, we can do Takeoff first. Let's do Takeoff first. R.I.P. Takeoff. I, I, I ain't love all bad about Um, I love that drop, bro. That's that's classic. Cause he definitely was not left off bad and bougie. Like, do it look like I'm left off bad and bougie? But if y'all don't know, uh, Takeoff was killed in uh, Houston, Texas, bro. Um. The story was some apparently thing over a dice game. We don't even know if that's true. I don't know. I don't believe that it was over a dice game. They saying Quavo was uh, arguing with a guy over some money and, you know, some super petty shit. <coughs> Excuse me. They was arguing over some money and it was some super petty shit. Um, I don't believe that's what happened. I do believe that it was some type of disagreement or argument. Happened. I don't believe it was with Quavo and Takeoff because... It was stories coming out Like you know Immediately And that be the other thing Right Gilly has said It's about when people Die and stuff How people be having Videos and pictures Out immediately Okay this is how I feel about it I'm not I'm one of them people That want to see Right Like I wonder, I used to Google Like 9-11 videos The plane crashing And like so I'm not I'm I won't say I'm super desensitized to that kind of stuff, but like Remember I grew up America. in the internet. Like I grew up being able to before it was all this like censorship and like before you see this videos and understand it's explicit. Before you have to click that shit, before it was warnings, the motherfucking videos were showing. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on that type of internet. So when I hear somebody dying or some crazy shit, I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. But I wanna see. I gotta be able to see the process to understand. So I'll come up with my own story. I don't want Cause prime example Now we have 13, 15 different eyewitnesses Video I mean views On somebody saying No oh, this is what really happened This is what really happened Imagine not having no video Right And not seeing What the fuck uh, Quavo did When Takeoff got shot Like imagine like It's a video And all you see is Um or I mean ain't no video And all you hear is Yeah man when uh, Takeoff got shot Quavo just ran away Quavo didn't even go check on him Quavo just ran and got in the car It'd have been all types of Wild ass stories behind Of what the fuck would have happened You get what I'm saying If it wasn't some type of Video evidence Now I'm not saying we had to see him Laid out with the blood And shit like that right But now we know that Like fucking Quavo was right there 
right? We know he was right by his side. We know the parachuter went that gone far away. We could see the people left around, and you get what I'm saying, no? So like those type of things, I think do be important. Whether it's for the police and they investigation, whether it's for fucking social media and they investigations, I do feel like those type of things have become important over the years. Um, and like I said, it could just honestly be me be um, just desensitized to that type of shit, bro. Like, it do be crazy. Like, it do be fucked up when somebody die and shit. Like, PNB Rock, same thing. Young Dolph, RIP. It's videos of these motherfuckers. King Von. Like, it's video footage out of these people being shot and killed. And um, it's sad, but I do think we needed those type of perspectives of what was going on. You know what I'm saying? That those type of things was important. So, um, yeah, RIP to take over, bro. That shit was crazy. Like, just seeing the video and, you know, just hearing quite. And then I saw a fucking video. Some motherfucker made a joke, like, the way uh, Quavo said, nah, take, like, trying to make a joke out this shit, bro. Now, I know some motherfuckers high high. Streets is done. Funny, bro. That wasn't one of those, like, high high funny moments. You get what I'm saying? Like, that was, that was fucked up. That, I didn't think that was cool. So, um, RIP to take off. You know, like something to play over when, you know, I'm sad or something. Okay, uh, let's roll right into a hell. The Drake album, it's that's the, it's the damn podcast. Call me on Christmas Eve, bitch. Hold on. Call your dad. I really love the second half of this song. This is really just a Drake album. I know it's Drake featuring 21 Savage, but just. Yeah, this is. Come on now, this is just Drake at his final, bro. Hold on. You need to find you someone. Yo, this is the type of. This is what I was waiting for, bro. This was what we all was waiting for. I think this is. Oh my goodness. This, honestly, I think this is what everybody was, what they was expecting with honestly, never mind. Um, they wanted this Drake, bro. They wanted the rapping Drake. They wanted the bars, the turn up, the singing. Like he gave you every. And what I think what really pissed Drake off when we do this shit, it'd be like, he'd be like, y'all, I'm the same guy that made the, the songs that made you love me. Why the fuck do you think I can't go in there and like. It's been the last 10 years You know It's just kind of Getting ridiculous I think So This is crazy I was I was honestly When he dropped Boy He was I, I, I ain't love All bad boy. Honestly, it, he just kept 
Like it was back to back. Like. Back hey, and it's crazy that this is this also when I heard this, this made me think of Free Thug. Because when you hear the like if y'all listening in the back, the all the ad libs, that was supposed to be thug. We know that. And uh that was a little yachty. That was a little yachty. When I seen it, I was like, "That's crazy." If y'all didn't know that. I thought that was crazy. That that was a little yachty, but it was definitely supposed to be Thug on a lot of the album. You can hear it. You can hear. I can hear Gunna and Thug all through the project, bro. Like, not saying it was like their songs, but like I can hear they Semantics. like the yeah, like the cadences and the influences that they wanted. They couldn't get that like authentic sound. So you know they got. I would honestly say when it come to like ad libs and like. Um, just voice, um, like identity and, and like uniqueness. I would get out to Yanni. He definitely can come with that. So that was cool. But you definitely heard, um, you definitely heard where Young Thug was supposed to be, and that's a crazy thing too. Like this whole like, so besides rappers like you know getting killed and shit, right? What, it's what, like what, this Rico case thing. That's another big thing in the music industry. Um, being indicted on music. You know what's crazy? I would see more of this being liable off interviews, right? Like, you know, motherfuckers are not go sit down with Vlad, too. And we're going to talk, and that's my thing, too, with, like, with the upcoming guests and, like, being on the show and shit. Uh, I'm going to have people from, like, different walks of life and, you know, coming from different backgrounds and shit. Um, I'm going to be asking personal questions. And I feel like that, like, you know, you would be more worried about getting implicated in some shit with an interview versus a rap song. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers say all types of unbelievable wild shit in songs, bro. Like, so before I would honestly believe, like, or, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, take, now, it's different in the songs when motherfuckers literally rapping about the murder. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different when, like, you listening to the words and you matching dates and you saying, like, ex- like exclusive in- information about how a motherfucker got shot and shit. That's a little different. Like, that's where it's like, yo ass going down. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, the album, though. Um, I liked it. I liked honestly never mind too though. When I heard that, I didn't I wasn't opposed to that either. You know, I'm into like that kind of music, like Afro beats and shit like that. And like Drake said, bro, well like most people said, you have to be kind of well traveled to understand why that music hit. You know, if you close minded to where you listening to not saying it like that, but Lil Baby or the Baby or you know, Baby Face Ray or you know, ain't nothing and Ain't nothing wrong with the babies, right? <laughs> but if you listen to a certain type of music all the time, type shit, or Sada Baby, Skrilla Baby, but we got know, June Baby, nigga, it's a lot of babies. Like, so if you listen to any of the babies, like, consecutively, consistently, all the time, bro, I can understand why Drake album, like, it wasn't for you, like, why you didn't like it. Like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Even if you like more of his singy shit, you didn't understand this album and didn't like it, I can understand that too, so. Um, but he been on fire, bro. Drake album's been on fire. Um, I've been using a lot of that music too to motivate me through a lot of shit too, and just um, navigate relationships. That been another tricky thing too. With on this break, like I've had people that was actually, you know, my friends, or and I, and you know what? 
when I'm learning for myself, I use that word loosely a lot. You know, I use friends loosely a lot. I say that shit, and motherfuckers really don't be having the uh, best intentions for me. And I don't mean it like the motherfuckers you see me with on a daily. I mean the motherfuckers that'll be in my inbox asking me some shit or like, you know, I done had people dead ass like come to me like, hey, kill, how do you set this up or kill? How do you record this or et cetera? And no problem, I don't charge motherfuckers to give them the information that I know or be like, oh, you got to do this or except Here, or go get this. I'm sending you direct links on where I got my stuff from or where this is from or where you probably can get some better equipment from or for a better price. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that guy, bro, because me holding information back from you don't help nobody, right? But what also don't help nobody, right? And this could just be me personally, right? Or just some shit that I deal with that I'm trying to work through is that I'm a guy who likes to be credited, right? You don't got to like shout it to the world, right? But if somebody asks you, where did you get this from? Or asks you, right? Where did this come from? I would, I would like to be, you know what I'm saying? Brought up. I would like for it to be, hey, I got this from a kill or hey, I learned this from, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Um, it be weird, bro. It be weird. And then they'll unfriend you and shit and do little weird stuff, bro. That's, that'd be my thing, bro. Man, um, I'd be like, damn, maybe it was me. Maybe I'm just thinking like that. You know, maybe it's just me personally and my own ideas and shit. Like, maybe that's why. Like, so I'll be trying to work through this shit. I try not to look at things like that. That'd be my main focus lately, right? Is to not take, take things personal, right? Um... Not that it's just business, right? But just that is people. Not that it's a business, but that's just people. That's just a person. That's just how they operate. And I had to tell somebody that, bro, even about doing genuine actions for things or for people, you do it because you want to, not because you like, because somebody told you this was good for you to do or like to get praised by somebody else or to think you're going to get some special <laughs> gift from God or, 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 uh, or this karma going to come back around on me or some shit. If you gonna do something, you should do it because you wanted to, right? And that be the part I be wrestling with myself about being credited for shit. It be like, I be wanting to be credited, but then if I'm doing it really because I can, then it shouldn't be no issue, right? I just don't like when some, because that's a form of lying to me, right? Like, that's a lie. Like, if I asked you where you get this from or where did this come from, you be like, shit, I, I came up with it by myself. That's a fucking lie. You, you should say like Oh no I got this from bro. You know what I'm saying Like So I, Being credited is very important bro It's very important Cause it's better to Even Even for you It's, it's better to To credit people That you got something from Because It's able Then you able to identify Back where it came from Right Like if you can be like Damn Why do I wanna like why do I want to work out? I'll explain that. Why do I want to go to the gym and shit, right? Or what is this knack for me to, um, like, why do I want to dress like this or some shit? If it's easy, if you can go back and be like, oh, I saw so-and-so wearing this. Or I saw, you get what I'm saying? You able to identify where you got something from. Then you could be like, okay, now I know where that started from. Now I can be like, oh, okay. I'm doing this because I'm doing it for the right reason because I wanted to or I'm doing this because I saw somebody else doing it, I thought this was cool and maybe I still want to do it and I think it's cool but it's different when you don't you just feel like you just doing shit because you're doing it you know what I'm saying and I think that like miss 
that miss that's that's miscrediting somebody and that's discrediting somebody at the same time. You know what I'm saying? You miscrediting them for the shit that they came up with, and you discredit them by not giving them they fucking flowers, bro. You know that should be important. So I'm learning that it's a give and take, though. I'm learning that some people are not gonna um, respect you in the same capacity that you do them. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes even you not even acknowledging the shit or you not even even the way you moving about the situation is you probably um handling it better than them or or you know what i'm saying like so i don't know it it be it's difficult to it's difficult sometimes for me to let that type of shit go bro i'm learning that i'm really learning that it's a process bro and um you know, it, it helped to go to the gym. It helped to figure out other positive ways to, like, you know, kind of let that shit go. But, man, I'm telling you, bro, like, it's going to get to a point where, like, you have to start, like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like, listen. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, oh. And that was another what, thing, what, too. What, 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 um, just real quick on relationships, because I missed that. I seen that in my notes. You can't, you can't fuck my guy, right? And then act weird to me, right? Like, you can't, me and you have been had a thing or some shit, right? Or had a interaction or whatever, right? It don't even got to be a big deal. Semantics. We didn't have to have sex. It could have just been a, like, you know. Ooh, wrong button. <laughs> Wrong button, guys. <laughs> um, it don't even gotta be a direct issue with like me and you type. Sh- you know what I'm saying? We ain't even have to have that type of contact. But like, you can't like have something going on with my guy and then be weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Like because you like my friend too, you wanna I act weird to me. Movie. You know, or vice versa. Like you start acting. I'm not that type of guy. Now, not saying I'm like oh I switch him out or no weird shit like that, but. If if it wasn't that deep or no, or even if it was, if we both am looking amblically, amblically, yeah, well, I can say up. it better, slower. If we both move on amblically, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Listen, if we can move on like that, um, you know, if we can do that, I really, I'm sorry, y'all. I really want to say this word, amblically. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh my god, bro. I miss doing this. That is crazy. Okay. If we can both move on, right? If we can work past this issue. I'm a, I'm telling you about it. I'm gonna get that word. If we can both move on equally type shit with no issues and come to an understanding with each other, bro. It should be no reason why like you shouldn't be able to talk to my friend if you like him type shit, right? If y'all want to try because I feel like if me and you talk, it didn't even have to be that deep. If me and your friend kicking it off, right? You can't go throw dirt on my name or like do that weird shit where it be like, oh yeah, we used to talk. Knowing it's what that means me though. Like you and, and somebody gonna act if they smart, they gonna ask. You know, or if they like the person, they gonna ask like what that mean. If they don't want to entertain it no more after that, or they feel like, damn, my girl used to talk to, I mean, you know, my homeboy, whatever, etc. Used to talk to the motherfucker. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to deal with her. 
You know what I'm saying? Or she'd be like, I don't want to deal with him because I ain't even going to think like that type shit. So you would easily dismiss it. But if you like the motherfucker, you're going to ask, like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean uh, we used to talk? Y'all used to text or talk. Then they going to explain. That be weird, bro. Like, if you know, like, this not a guy that you have feelings for type shit, let that shit go. Let the person that you dealing with bring it up like, hey, you know, if and then you're going to be like, oh, see, oh, damn. That is tricky, huh? Welcome Damn. I just thought about that, huh? Because, like, if you the friend and you used to talk to somebody and you don't say nothing at all, that is weird. That, that would be like, damn, why you didn't say that, especially if it wasn't that deep? Then I feel like it was that deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, ooh. I'm going to ask that. I'm going to ask that. I'm going to ask that on live. I'm going to ask that when I drop this. Because, damn. Would you, should you not say nothing? Or should you say something? Damn. Because at first how I was feeling about it, right? I'm like, shit, why would you even bring it up like we used to talk and text type shit if it wasn't you know what i'm saying we didn't fuck type shit right but then i'm like why would you not tell me type shit that you were sure to you because i'm like damn bro you could have told me that like not saying it like but i would have you know i don't know damn mm. so you know i ain't worried is you know it's tricky i guess look look that's a tricky one because damn i would kind of want to know damn I'm gonna have to ask that. I like that one. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna have to write that one down. Um, oh. Uh, the documentaries. Okay. So. Um, um, Y'all know I ain't gonna. Welcome to the Dead Podcast. And they just be on fire with these docs, right? You know. um. They had the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. I'm not even gonna go into details about that. We're not even gonna review that. Cause, I, I ain't love about a movie with a dead horse. They're actually coming out with another, um, with another show, like sort of like Dahmer. It's called Monsters or some shit like that. It's a. Uh, it's basically <laughs> about like other serial killers and shit, and like more details into like they crimes and like why they did what they did and. They basically, you know, people look, it's crazy the effects of fascination. Oh, I almost got that one wrong, right? Excuse me. It's the crazy to, um, um, see, look, now I can't even say it. Look, damn, infatuation. There we go. With, uh, serial killers and criminals and shit. You know, we really love that here. But, um, Killer Sally, right? So, Sally McNeil, uh, her husband, Ray McNeil. Ray was a bodybuilder. He was a Marine from Japan. He wasn't from Japan, but, you know, he was stationed in Japan and shit. And, you know, uh, Sally also was a Marine. Um, and I guess he came on a base one day. She saw him. Man, like she said in the documentary, it wasn't love at first sight. It was lust at first sight, right? Now, that is very important because she even realized out the gate she didn't love him. You know, most people be like, oh, I loved him at first sight and da 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 Bullshit, bro. It's never love at first sight. It's always lust. You want to fuck this person. That's always like 90 per- I wouldn't even go crazy like that on y'all today and say 90% of, of dating, but it's at least 60%. It's over 50%. We know that for a fact. It's half for sure, but it's over half. We can argue that. You know what I'm saying? A third, we can go crazy, but it's about 60% of dating, bro. That's what, that's what, um, 
looks are, bro. You know what I'm saying? You date a motherfucker of what they look like. Uh, you know, you would get to know them later on in a relationship, but when you first see a motherfucker, you'd be like, damn, like, they, uh, they look good, bro. This is the person I want to be with. You know what I'm saying? So that's always the highest percentage to me of dating. It's like, oh, you saw a motherfucker. You saw her fat ass. That's why you got on that, bro. You ain't know she was a good person and shit till you really hear those things start talking to her and shit. Like, uh, you ain't know that, bro. You know what I'm saying? You just trying to get on with Shorty because she thick. But yeah. So Sally, like she said, you know, it was lust at first sight. He was uh, going into these competitions, you know, to be the strong man. You know, it was like the Arnold Schwarzenegger. He had like this competition and shit. So, uh, what is it? The Iron? What is it called? Um, damn, it's called like the Iron, the, the Iron oh, Test, some up. shit like that, where you like go, you know, flex your muscles and shit like that, like, like super flexy. <laughs> and that was another thing too. Why I like this documentary too, because uh, you know, I'm in the gym and shit. Like, you know, I be in that. Oh shit, sorry. Oh, don't do that. There we go. You know, I be in the gym and shit, so like I don't be um I don't I don't miss no day lately, right? So seeing us bodybuilders shit is like damn, that's how I wanna look. I wanna be this motherfucking big and shit. Like I don't wanna be on steroids and all crazy shit like that, but I do wanna be that big. And um Sally met him and shit, you know, and like she said it was lust at first sight, you know, she liked him. But Sally had already came with two kids. Now I believe Ray was a good guy, right? Because out the gate, you dealing with the, she had eight year olds. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers old enough to know who their mom and daddy was together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you old enough to know that this guy not your daddy to where you could play that off type shit. So like, um, it's kind of like, damn, you gotta really be fucking with this lady, bro. So I mean, he's he, you know he married her, bro. Eventually gave her the last name and shit. I don't think the kids had his last name, but you know, uh, he married her. Now, the problem started to come in is, is that, like, they needed money for these competitions. These motherfuckers was expensive. You know, Ray was so big and shit, right? But you got to think, the motherfuckers he going up against, and this is the early 90s and shit, right? The motherfuckers he going up against, these is big dogs, bro. Like, these motherfuckers is like, like, these is some so big ass dudes, bro. Like, you know, and then it's the shit where, like, bodybuilding culture is weird to me because it's like... A underline of racism in this shit, right? Like, so in these competitions, these white dudes tan their body to be black, like to be darker, because you know the muscles show better, the, the definition show better, like the darker you are and shit, right? So these dudes have like almost pale to orange heads and like bronze bodies, right? Like they'll have like bronze shape and shit like that, bro. Like, so it's it's always crazy to me, like these motherfuckers are. Um, you know, like paint they fucking body in blackface and shit, then nobody say nothing. Like it's like, oh yeah, he looks great. Look at his pecs. Like look at his fucking pecs. This guy's just fucking amazing. Like that shit be mad wild to me. But you know, motherfuckers don't say it's racist that you know they be in a competition, so it's cool. And it's funny because like some of the blacker dude, like some of the black dudes, they like put a little extra coat on. They'll put like an extra little not I would say darker orange or whatever, but some type of extra tanner on because they would definitely be a shinier, darker color or some shit. So, um, you know, Ray was in the competitions and shit, and it, it kind of motivated Sally to want to do this shit too. You know, she was in shape, but like, you know, she really wanted to get into bodybuilding. So, and during this time, it was like, you know, women bodybuilding was kind of coming up. It wasn't as major as men. Which is kind of crazy because in most sports, and that's how it is. And you would think, right, like heterosexual men, right? Like, Semantics. 
you would think we would want to now this is gonna come off now it's upsetting me in my you would think we want to pay more to see women like you know play a sport or some shit right but then you would only want to see them ladies don't kill me listen it would only want to make sense if like you were like in you know provocatory clothes and shit you know what i'm saying like if you was like kind of playing like if you were playing bas- if ladies were playing basketball and thongs and shit like crossing niggas up and a titty a pop out or some shit like that hey like motherfuckers would pay the top dollar like you would pay top dollar to watch women play basketball in a thong right like a bitch got on some ones oh sorry not bitch they have on some ones okay a thong is in that little like bikini or some shit hair in a punk bro i would bro i would what what and then i'll be the towel boy you know the dudes come out there with the nigga i'll be out there scrubbing the fuck out the ground dog listen i would be that guy i would be the guy but you know we don't pay women more and shit in sports and that's crazy you know, even with the Britney Grinder shit, I'm coming back to Sally. Hold on. But even with the Britney Grinder shit, right? Like, everybody know, like, oh, if this was LeBron, none of this shit happened. If this was LeBron, bro, she would have been out of jail. She would have been out of prison. We all know that, right? Like, that's fucked up. Like, that we know that type shit. Like, motherfuckers would have sent. If LeBron would have got caught with a vape, a weed pen, a motherfucking cigarette over Semantics. there. And they tried to lock him up or some shit. Motherfuckers have been over there that day. The NBA would have not have started this season if fucking LeBron was locked up. But we see with Brandy Grinder and shit that life continue to go on. It's a little bit of uproar every now and then. You know, like when somebody make an ill will joke or say some like wild shit, it'll come up again, right? But other than that, nobody making noise and shit. Like fucking George Floyd got a lot of noise about the shit. Mind you, George Floyd is a whole nother issue. Not an issue, but a whole nother thing and shit. You know, not even gonna speak up. I'm not even bringing up the Kanye shit, right? I'm a I got a small little tidbit on that. We gonna let that ride But um, Yeah The Britney Griner thing Like that's crazy We don't really give a fuck About women like that here bro and I love women bro Like And I say I say that right But then I'll use The next sentence And say bitch Or These hoes Or You know I would say some Derogatory ass shit Some, some dis, Not disrespectful To be disrespectful But in the term of what I'm saying, I'm using disrespectful language and shit referring to women. So I get it. But it's like crazy how like normal that is, bro. And I'm not saying because women call each other bitches and et cetera and shit like that, that it make it okay. Right. But it's like, damn, we kind of normalize the type of shit like how we do nigga. Like we normalize disrespecting women like how we do nigga, bro. Like what type of shit is that? It's also crazy, bro. Like I'm coming back to the white bitch killing the dude. I'm coming back. See, look, I don't even mean bitch like that, but I'm saying I'm coming back to the white lady. I ain't forget about Sally. But then again, bro, last the last six months, five, six months, bro, how many women got killed here in the state, bro? Like by some angry ass dude, bro, like some dude doing some nigga doing some lame ass shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we just got to be conscious of that kind of shit, bro. I ain't the fucking spokesperson for like all women, you know. So you know I and I ain't definitely worried. ain't no like <clears throat> simp to where I'm like doing like you know saying this shit to get like cool points with women or some shit. But I I got sisters, bro. I got a daughter. I got a mom and shit, bro. A lot of this shit just getting weird, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like we doing a lot of weird shit as dudes, bro. And I'm like, y'all niggas, y'all, all right, y'all being extra spicy, uh, um. 
So, Sally, bro. So, you know, they doing these competitions. He doing these competitions, right? He moving up. But he need motherfucking money, bro. He needs to make money, bro. She need to make money. This shit is expensive, bro. Like, the diet. Like, she said, like, they'd go to the grocery store. She had bought, like, a, a five steaks or some shit. The kids would get one. She would get one. And Ray would get the rest. You know what I'm saying? This nigga eating two, three steaks at a time, bro. Like, on top of sides and all this other shit. Like, excuse me. Like, that's a lot, bro. You know what I'm saying? And the kids growing up, but they loving it, though. Like, the competitions and shit, they a part of them. They, they love being around Ray. You know what I'm saying? For Not saying the most part, but, you know, they looked at him like he was a good guy and shit, right? But, you know, during these competitions and shit, he would get, like, enraged and, like, get super focused and shit like that. And it became a time where... um. He had went to one of the competitions. He didn't rank really well, and it went bad. Like she said, that was one of the first times and shit. He like started putting his hands on her and shit, like choking her out and shit like that. She said like she would go back to the army, the marine base and shit like that. She was also a cook. Um, Sally McNeil. She was a cook at the um, at one of the bases and shit, and she hated it. So um, she was like working and shit. You know, she'd go back to the base. I'm like, damn, Sally, what happened to you and shit and. They had wrote a report, like it was documented and shit. And Ray, also a Marine and shit, they knew he was like a strong man and shit like that. Oh, Mr. Olympia, that's what the fuck it was called. <laughs> it was called Mr. Olympia, that's what the competition was called. And, you know, he doing this and shit, so they kind of like let it slide, bro. You know, he putting his hands on her and shit, they letting this shit slide on the table because, you know, they fuck with Ray or whatever, you know? So that was the issue within itself. Um, and, you know, so she going through the competitions and she, you know, she heal up or whatever. But Ray didn't place well, so he needed, you know, the juice. This is where motherfuckers start taking steroids and shit, right? Now, Ray was taking steroids. Now, we all know that any type of extra stimulation to your body or some shit gonna fuck with your mental, bro. That's the other part with Kanye and shit, right? Like, Kanye is off his medic. This is what I feel, right? Like, this is my little small little piece on Kanye. I'm coming back to Killer Sally and Ray McNeil. Kanye, if you rap the crazy shit he's saying, it makes sense on a song. Like, if Kanye was out here saying, I'm the greatest all time, like Walt Disney, he said that on a song, you'd be like, oh shit, that was a bar. I'm the, like, you, we'll rap that shit, right? But if he's saying that in an interview, you look at him like he crazy, right? Now, all I'm saying is, is let Kanye live, bro. We ain't gotta, like, persecute him and shit like that. <laughs> Okay, like let let him live, bro. Like let him get through his little mental break and shit like that. I think eventually he'll come back around to like the guy we used to know and made fucking graduation, you know. But until then, let him he lose it. And then that's the other thing too with these companies, y'all all canceling them and shit. You think fucking Yeezys is gonna sell? You think people are gonna buy these, bro? If they not buy Kanye, like what the fuck? I saw some of the motherfuckers in the mall. I was pissed. The crazy thing was, if it had the Yeezy sign on, I'm like, oh, these is fire. I want these. Something about a Yeezy, like, we know this, bro. We're all label whores here. Not in America anymore. It's the world. The whole world is made about labels, bro. Even when it come to organic and shit like that. You motherfuckers go crazy over gluten-free and shit or organic. Like, I could put that shit on anything, bro. And it, listen. Labels matter, bro. And when we stop acting like this shit don't, like then the anti-Semitic shit, all these labels that we put on each other and things, that's what's making this shit is that's what's making it important. 
The same way they try to slap anti-Semitic on uh, um, fucking Kyrie is the same way we're going to snatch that fucking label off of Yeezy and still try to sell them to you. It's the same shit. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, these the same. The labels is what's making the problems, bro. Like, that's what we buying into. We buying into the idea. We buying into the label of this shit, bro. That's what's fucking us. So, let Kanye live, bro. Let this man figure it out. Let him try to go through his process or whatever the fuck that may be. Let the guy figure But, um, yeah, Killer Sally, right? Um... So, yeah, with Killer Sally and shit, like I was saying, so uh, they needed money for the competitions and shit, right? So they got into this, like, um, they got into this, like, naked wrestling shit, right? They got into this, like, bodybuilding, like, it was a fetish, it's called muscle fetish or some shit, kink or some shit, right? Um, it's basically where dudes gotta get off to, like, women strangling them with their legs or some shit, you know, they wrestle with their legs. I don't know, I mean, you know, I, I ain't, the, you know, I ain't opposed to being by some pussy, you know what I'm saying? But like the squeeze, I don't like being suffocated. I don't want to be suffocated. That shit is not a kink. That's not sexy. That shit is dying. Okay. Like don't wrap your fucking legs around me. Like squeeze me till I can't breathe. You know, give me a little squeeze, you know, but don't squeeze my shit to try to like wrestle me. Like that's not cute. Like what the fuck? You know, um, um, I don't know. So don't do that type of shit to me, you know, uh, but, you know, so she started doing that to be able to pay for the medicine and she, you know, pay for his steroids. And it got crazy because, like, he. Thirsty ass boy. He, uh, he got, like, super aggressive type shit. Like, he got the, like, you know, after a while, she's. And now, mind you, this is only a one side of the count because Ray is six feet under in the ground and shit. R.I.P. to Ray McNeil. Um,. We're going to get to that too, though, like, because, you know, but anyways, like, you know, Ray, they saying, you know, well, you know, the daughter too. And, you know, maybe it is true because the mom, the daughter was saying that the but the son was saying this shit and the mom also said it. Like, you know, he used to beat them and shit. You know, the son even said he used to, like, whoop the, the sister in front of him when he did something and vice versa and make them watch type shit. And you said he used to say that was more like suffocate. I mean, more brutal and shit. And when I thought of that shit, I'm like. That type of shit come from his background. Now, she did say that Ray came from like, you know, a bad you know, like a lot of too good place. He was like from South Carolina or some shit, like in the slums and like grew up poor. And she said they went back to visit his old, you know, his his foster parents that raised him. It was roaches everywhere and shit, but they was nice people. But, you know, he didn't come from a good place type shit. You know, his mom gave him up. But that type of like torture with the making the other person watch, that didn't I don't I don't believe that came from his childhood. I believe that came from the military, the Marines and shit. I believe that's the type of Marine type of training they put a motherfucker through, like making you watch your partner get killed so you could be hard bodied and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe that's the type of sick training that he had left over, you know, maybe PTSD and shit or whatever. So, um, he was, you know, he was a little troubled guy and shit. So, you know, he, he did beat his kids or some shit they said, and he did beat his wife. Which led to me, uh, went so you know, fast forward some time, you know, we're gonna say, what is this, 96 of um, 96 on Valentine's Day, right? Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1996. Uh, Ray McNeil was out, 
uh, Sally McNeil was at home with the kids and shit. Uh, they she was waiting on Ray to come home for Valentine's Day. You know, maybe they would go out later. You know, do something special on this day, right? Um, she said she'd been waiting up a minute. You know, Ray didn't come home. It's like two, three in the morning. She decides she gonna get dressed because the babysitter, which is their neighbor, come over and say, "Oh, okay, I'll watch the kids." Uh, she decided she gonna go out and look for Ray. So she putting her makeup and shit on. Two, three o'clock in the morning, she say Ray coming in through the door. She like, uh, you know where you, you know where you was at. I was finna come look. No, hold on. She said. He like where you at getting all dialed up and shit saying, you know, he came at her not aggressively, but like in this tone of like, you know, where the fuck you going? Which you probably would question your girl, you know what I'm saying? You coming in, she getting all dressed and shit dialed up, like where you going? You know what I'm saying? Where you coming from? But you did just come home at two, three in the morning. Right. So, you know, he asked her, like, you know, where you going? She like, oh, I'm going looking for you or some, some, some. They have words or some shit. She's fast forward, she said he ended up choking her or some shit, right? She She's saying she broke free and shit And ran to the bedroom and shit Got the shotgun, loaded it Um, He started coming at her and shit She shot him She shot him in the chest, right She said he still came at her again She loaded up the motherfucker again And shot him again in the fucking mouth, right Like right in the bottom lip or in the mouth or some shit, right Now, at that point, you know, he bleeding out and shit The kids come out the room crying and shit They're like, what the fuck is going on Cause you know At first while the kids Wasn't out there During the fight And you know This had been going on For a minute So when this type of ha- Shit happened She said you know She would go into her room And she you know Close the door Or you know She used to try to intervene And shit But you know That kind of just made it worse uh-huh. So that was the type of time That Ray was on So fast forward a little bit Then Ray goes And um so Ray down and shit He bleeding and shit You can hear him crying out On the ambulance phone and shit You know as she shot him You know she's saying Yeah I shot my husband He, he was hitting me or some shit So I shot him Um The police come They investigate or whatever Now this is where the party Get crazy They take her into The interrogation room and shit right Um They get to asking her Like you know What happened and shit You know he like She like you know He came at me He hit me And you know I shot him I grabbed a shotgun And shot him Um And then you shot him again Like you know she shot him two times right Now the problem with this shit is right Um She was It was the way she told her story that made her guilty Of the murder I don't know Like why she said it Like yeah I got upset like she didn't Mention him beating her at first right She said he tried to fight her like This time and shit she didn't mention like none of the Previous other times or like none of the Other stuff right she basically also said she ran out the room So when she shot him the first time She ran out the room And then shot him again And came back and shot him That's what got her fucked up Cause it was like Okay you had an opportunity To get away when he went down But you tied, you decided to go to, for the kill When he no longer was a threat Right Oh this the shit that got her in trouble Um Fast forward the shit That go through the court Right Um The lawyer The DA is Eating her ass up Okay Like Like the the prosecutor and them and shit they own her bro like they like and she had a, a rinky dink like you know public defender type of guy type shit you know what i'm saying he didn't bring up none of the other beatings he let her he let sally get on the stand for herself you know you don't get on your own murder tri- like who the fuck goes on their own trial i mean um the stand for their own murder and shit like no you supposed to have people that speak for you and speak of you type shit or speak on the situation that you've been in she only had one um she only had one uh person that can uh say like yeah he used to beat me like one friend and shit 
which made it bad because I'm like, damn, bro, if he was really beating your ass and shit like that, like, you should have asked more people. Like, somebody else should have been there. It should have been documented report. But every time she dropped the charges and shit, which be fucked up because, like, you would love a motherfucker and... Like they'd do that type of shit to you, bro, and then you would drop the charges, bro. You would forget about the shit that they did to you, or like you'd be like, "Man, I love them. They ain't gonna do it again." And that's what she said to happen. Like he had beat her or some shit, and she would come back the next day, like he would bring some flowers or some shit, and she'd be like, "Oh, he does love me. He does care and shit like that." Like that type of behavior, ladies, bro. That is not okay. Like for a motherfucker to be putting his hands on you and shit. And then But even with all that, that still wasn't enough for her to win the case. She ended up losing um, second-degree manslaughter, so she got sent to, like, 19 of life or some crazy shit like that. Um, ooh, what was that? The kids had to grow up and go stay with the grandparents, which was her um, mother and shit, so, you know, she still got to come see them. Like, they would come visit and shit. And that was the other thing. The kids were so hurt. You know, they did understand, though, because he was beating their mama and shit, you know, so... To them, they like my mama just took action, but I think it was really the second shot. That's what did it. Like that's what got her to the uh, manslaughter. And plus, she didn't have no witnesses and shit. You know, like they had a lady come out the uh, woodworks named Miranda, Matilda, Miranda, Miranda, or something like that. And you know, they had interviewed her, not the Netflix people, but the police. They had shown like the police footage, and this was the woman that he had planned on leaving sally for like he planned on leaving sally for um uh matilda so i think that they tried to say also that was the play you know she was enraged about that she had found out before and you know this was her you know you ain't if i can't have you can't nobody have you that's how they played it and to an extent right you kind of can see that playing out like you can see a motherfucker like you know, wanted to leave, you know, after I gave you everything, like, I started doing this freaky-ass wrestling shit, you know what I'm saying, like, I started making all these life-changing decisions for you, and, you know, uprooting my kids and my family, the beatings and all this other shit for you to decide, like, oh, yeah, this the woman I'm gonna be with and get my shit together for, I can see that, like, I can see a woman being that upset and heartbroken and, you know what I'm saying, really making a decision on some shit like that, but, um, I don't know, the, the, but the beating a motherfucker every day And then I got a chance to like you got one, And a motherfucker gonna tell you like You got one more time to put your hands on me You know what I'm saying Like not saying it like that Like you know but um, For real though Motherfucker get that upset and shoot your ass And then the, the, the second shot was for Not necessarily overkill But that was for your ass to stay down Like and, you know, the kids heard that and, you know, they got their testimony. And also, Sally changed her story a couple of times, too. So, you know, they kept and they do that shit. Like, if you don't ask for no lawyer, that's the other thing the, uh, the motherfucking the system would do to your ass. If you don't ask for no lawyer like you supposed to shit, they just keep asking you questions till you do. Or you ask for some type of representation. You know, they just going to keep asking you questions. The same questions over and over again, looking for different answers and, you know, different things. So, um yeah, that was crazy, bro. That's how she got caught up. The kids, like I was saying, they grew up with the grandmother. They'd come visit, but, you know, they couldn't stay all the time. So after a while, they started growing apart from their mom and shit. It was like, you know, uh, the daughter was saying, you know, when it was prom time and she got, she got older and her mom couldn't be there, that kind of bothered her. So I could see that. And, you know, they stopped coming to visit. The daughter eventually went to the Marines and shit. She did like a couple tours of Iraq. She ended up getting married and having a son. Now, the crazy thing was is that, like, 
she had a son and her husband was beating her so the same shit she watched her mother do and go through you know it's that story i, I tell this all the time on the fucking show like um about the son and the, the two brothers and watched they was twin brothers and they watched the father drink every day and one son grew up to never drink alcohol and the other one grew up to drink alcohol every day and they asked him like you know why do you drink you know they asked the brother that drink all the time you know why do you drink and he said i watched my father do it and they asked the other brother like you know why you don't drink at all and he like i watched my father do it so it's like they saw the same thing and took two different outcomes i mean they they took two different routes this one, the daughter saw the mother getting beat. She saw what the Marines did to the mother and the father, hell, and still chose to go down that route. She still ended up, like, meeting a man that was, like, you know, beating her and shit, you know, and developed PTSD from that. So, like, it was crazy. Like, and the son, he grew up to do the same shit, but vice versa. Like, he had a wife. I don't think he mentioned having kids, but he had a wife also, and he was beating his wife, bro. You know, he was putting his hands on her. He also went to the Marines and did, like, four or five tours of Iraq or some shit like that. So, like, I don't know, man. That type of shit, that, that'd be a lot. Um, you know, she ended up getting sentenced. She actually got out in 2020. 2020 or 2021, she got out. Um, You know, they released her. She had time served and on her parole. She had to meet her grandson. I don't think she met, like, talked to the son. Um, I think they sent letters or, you know, FaceTime or some shit. But at the end of the documentary, you know, the, the daughter and the son had met, you know, the mom and shit, you know, her mom. And that was cool, you know. She missed a lot of their life and shit, hell. But at least, you know, she probably get to beat her for the grandkids. So um, that was uh, Killer Sally. Uh, actually miss coming here and doing documentary breakdowns and explaining shit and you know what i saw and what i got from it because that was crazy it really it really was the fact that the kids grew up you know and you know took the same route in a sense like they saw what this life would be for you and they still chose to you know you know take the negative route that should be crazy because i always try to teach that to my little sister and shit you know look at all the mistakes i made with shit you know moms pops like everybody that come before you look at the mistakes and the shit they've done and just sidestep them take the parts that you need from the history you know not you know not nitpicking you're not cherry picking your history right but pick the parts that's worked for you or that worked and you see like okay i could do this but this didn't work let me not go do this not all get exp i mean um unopposed to things and be like i'm not gonna try this right but in the sense being like yeah this I need to I need to try this or maybe I shouldn't try this. You know, I seen how this worked out, I shouldn't do this. So I don't know, that'd be my thing with it. Like, you know, just looking at people's stories and shit in these documentaries and looking at how people lived and like that been a lot of thoughts of what I've been having. It's like the Yeah, of course. Uh that been a lot of my thoughts lately is like the first people, you know? Like the first people that walked this earth, the first people not the motherfuckers that's documented in history. I mean, the first motherfucker that learned that he couldn't fly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the guy who realized like, oh shit, we can't fly like birds. Like we don't got wings. Or the dude that drowned. You know, like what happened to these first people? Like it had to be a motherfucker to, so we can know like, oh, we can do this, right? But we can't do this over here. This is not possible. You can't swim from this island all the way you know like it was some shit that we had learned about it ourselves early right um, primitive things 
that I think be important. So when I watch these stories and shit, I watch these documentaries, I'm taking pieces of history and life of like, oh shit, so this is, <coughs> excuse me, this is an aspect of somebody's life. Like this did happen. Like this type of person did exist. You get what I'm saying? So like, you won't, it won't seem like such an outlier when you hear these things or like when stuff happen, it won't be like, oh damn, I never heard that happen before. You know, you'll be like, oh no, I actually read about this or I watched this movie or documentary that was about so and so. So I don't know. That'd be my little pull from history. I go through this. Uh, I stop doing that. I actually need to get my mic stands back in here. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Um, I feel like I say this. Uh, oh, I said this last time, right? But it was different. It's a different every time. I feel like that. I feel different every time. It feel new every time. Um, relationships new every time or old relationships becoming new in a sense right like that's a new thing i'm learning like um old friendships and relationships are like almost getting like reflamed right like people that i thought like damn i'll never see this person again or talk to this person again is like coming back around and shit which is kind of cool because y'all both had grown so much in between each other you like oh damn bro we used to kick it or like or, or or maybe you learn the opposite maybe you learn like oh damn i'm not there yet or i'm still not there to hang with you or you know and that's good you know every 10 15 years you know you check in and shit if you ain't heard from a motherfucking just shoot your shot <laughs> hey and on what though like you find yourself like as you getting older you damn near doubling back the shit from like 10 years ago like 2017 that was a time like it was somebody you was talking to in 2017 that you like probably was just flirting with or dealing with that you like damn you try to see where they at now they had a kid and shit like damn she done matured a little bit you know like <sighs> let me stop let me get up out of here um thank y'all you know honestly for just the patience and uh being understanding i appreciate everybody that inbox and write the damn podcast page or that write me personally and be like damn i missed the show like you know when you coming back uh when can i be a guest on the show that been my latest question uh when can i be a guest on the show i figured out a way to not only just like have guests but also like kind of knock them out a little bit more frequently um i'm gonna start this new segment called wife line um it's gonna be this whole new thing i'm introducing where you know, I'm gonna have people call into the show, you know, and calling for advice. Uh, maybe they call in to uh, shoot the shit or, you know, figure out something that they want to talk about. You know, maybe they got their own ideas about a show or some shit that they want to see. So uh, we call it the wife line because, you know, your wife, your life partner and stuff, uh, they always be there to help you. You know, you always have somebody like, like a wife, you know, like it'll always be there. So. Call the line. We're going to have a number available. I don't know how I'm going to do that, though, right? Because then you got to be like, I got to give out my real number to people, you know? Or get like a little cell phone. On what? Get a little side cell phone. Have motherfuckers call that. That'll work, too. That'll work. But uh, thank you. Uh, thank y'all. Um, we back. Another season of the Den Podcast. Um, and we back with more episodes, more guests. 